You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and to my left, Graham Trainer. It's the greatest Friday of the year. Boom, 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 doom. Boom, 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 doom. What boom, you got going doom, on there? Boom, boom, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you're doing the long version. Da, 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 da. Oh, that was the long version. I was like, yeah. I don't I just know. I was trying to get. I'm a big percussion guy. It is March Madness. Now, this is the only sport, and we've said this for a long time, mm-hmm. that the postseason play was interrupted by COVID. Not, excuse me, not interrupted, but completely canceled by COVID. Yes. Things got moved around. The Masters was played in November. Things got funky and weird. Forgot about that. Only did March Madness get completely canceled. So I have a little rust, but I'm feeling spicy this year. A little rust. um, Picking. 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 Yeah. It is weird. It doesn't seem. You get to the final four and you're like, how the hell did I get here? So I had to polish some things up. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think I could be any hungrier. To fill out a bracket or five, and I was like, "Holy crap! I really need this." I didn't again because yes. last year it was like I was printing the brackets off in my head because they never actually right. made them. But there yeah. are a couple of pent up emotions I've had during this pandemic, and one uh, shout out to myself: I won the lottery, and I got uh, the Pfizer vaccine today. And oh, there that was, lottery! Yeah, there was a <laughs> there was a moment of like I was like, "Is that a Steo shirt? You rich? <laughs> you rich? No." Uh, <laughs> I got the Pfizer vaccine. I was like, okay, I made it. I made it to getting vaccinated. And kind of like this wave washed over me. And I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, who would have thought like one year ago, whatever, today, where were you? And I was like, this kind of like a little bit of relief washed over me. And then I woke up on Monday morning and I was so fired up because I had a bracket in my hand. I was looking at a bracket and I was like... The, the world is healing. Nature is mm-hmm. healing. This is a wonderful. And that was the most excited I've been in quite some lo- a long time. So uh, a needle in one hand and a bracket in the other. Yes. I was, like, got I was like, stick me with the Pfizer vaccine, <laughs> but you better hurry up because I got to see if this five and 12 seed is really going to upset each I saw, other. I saw a good meme. Uh, I, saw, I saw a man under the underpass being vac- vaccinating himself. The yeah, world, I think the world is healing. I think that's a little that's darker. Good. That's a little darker <laughs> side of things. But yeah, it was one of those. It was one of those like multiple multiple weeks with emotions. I feel like I'm a Bobby Patino. No, not Bobby Patino. Rick excuse me. Patino. No, Bobby Boucher. Bobby V. Excuse me. Bobby Valentine. No, the guy that died of cancer and had that heroic speech about. Oh, uh, Jimmy V. Jim, Jimmy V. Jim Valvano. I'm Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Valvano. I feel like I'm Jimmy V. Mm. Where he's like, if you could laugh and you could cry and you can. What is it? Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Yes, but what's that? What are the three? It's a heck of a day if you can laugh, fill you out can a bracket, cry, you can fill, fill out, out a bracket. bracket, you can get vaccinated, get laid. I'm ruining this, but <laughs> I laughed and I cried this week. So there, all for the same things. So you you know what it's like to have lived in Jim Balvano's shoes. Not that's what that's I'm what saying. saying. No, no, yeah. that's that. You, oh, I think oh. you took a jump there. <laughs> a little bit. I think it's a lot like a when he was. Why saying, are you an NC State basketball fan? I'm neither. Well, that's Jim Valvano's team, so I, I'm just I'm very confused about you all this. You are really just I like bombing. I like to step bombing my little segment here. No, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So we, uh, Bobby V. Boy, dude, I'm stumbling all over myself. Bobby already. Knight. You're thinking of Bobby Knight. That's another college basketball coach. The Indiana just fired their basketball coach. We'll get into that. The uh, we're gonna split this show up into two segments. We're going to have the huddle in the first segment, and I kind of treated the huddle as the kind of the NFL free agency portion of the show. Oh. And the second segment, I did more, I mean, just all March Madness. Oh, Matt, that's right. Are you, are, are you, how are you doing? You okay, bud? I'm all right. Drew Brees gone? You okay? Oh, everyone knows it was two years, a little, two years, a little late. That's kind of messed up. Well, everyone was he patient said, enough and patient enough in New Orleans. Well, I appreciate your patience. This is, this is Drew Brees's call of what he wants to step down he has earned that right not to get forced out mm-hmm. and drew Brees did it in such a way where he was like this is the 15th anniversary of yeah. when i signed with the saints we were wondering what and it was. then all the yeah. brackets came out the same day and that lead got buried 
And but oh. it's Drew Brees. All right, how about this? This is a hot take. I'm not from New Orleans, so people from there are gonna have to uh, have to back me up on this. But the Manning family or the Brees family, when it comes to like the keys to the city. Oh, that's tough. Because you have the two Super Bowl, two multi Super Bowl in, uh, Who's champions, gonna, yeah. Peyton and Eli from New Orleans, but neither of them played New Orleans. Right. That being said, and, our, and Archie. Yeah, Archie played, played in New Orleans, but was like 500. But then At you have Drew Brees, who took New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina in 2006 and won a Super Bowl, and they were bad. And it was, it like brought life. And there's such a unique relationship with the city how about this New- drew Brees has a very unique one-of-a-kind relationship Birthmark. with the city that he played for there is yeah. no one like drew Brees that new orleans embraces as like their son like drew Brees. i mean look at tom brady he's over there flirting with florida honey louise okay new orleans their son okay what are are the Mannings or any of the Mannings currently living in New Orleans? Is Drew Brees going to retire and live in New Orleans? Those are my questions. I would probably have to think That'll so. That'll answer the you question. Are, you are the mayor of New Orleans yeah. for the rest of your life. Drew Brees can be mayor of New Orleans. He's got 10 sons and one daughter, and I'm sure they're all going to play football in some capacity for Newman, just like all the Mannings. And we have a new supercell of affluent quarterback families based in New Orleans. Yeah, I like it. So that's a hot take. Sorry, Mannings. Move over. The Breeze Boys are coming in. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Feels Nothing? good. Feels good. I'm liking. Uh, this is week three of Massey's top knot. Looking like Kyle Guy, circa 2018. Yes. Or Tom Cruise and The Last Samurai. For the for the uh, listeners who cannot see us recording, which we're still working on. Okay, moving on. What are we doing over there? <laughs> what do you, What do you got? You got any breaking news for us? Uh, breaking news? Well, let's just huddle up. Let's do the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you're stuck on, and your quote or question of the week. Well, we got a do- we got a dog fight here, Mass. We got 54-53, Norfolk, Norfolk State beating App State, and we also have uh, UCLA and Michigan State are on at the same time, first quarter. So we'll see who wins this game. I think they have to play Gonzaga, and that's going to be a tough one. Your breaking news is us watching March Madness in the corner yeah. while we record. Yeah. Okay, I'll start her off. Well, you had the most important news earlier. Uh, my good news was the way Drew Brees, uh, Drew Brees retired, but I'll just go ahead and say this. Morgan Cox has signed with the Titans, one-year deal. I think it's worth a billion dollars. <laughs> we are very stoked for our friend Morgan Cox, formerly of the Baltimore Ravens. I'm scratching that out of my favorites. I'm well, maybe not because Lamar Jackson's the man. But now I, I have favorited. Mm-hmm. I have favorited on my app. Instagram. Uh, now, now I get. I now get Titans updates, which is going to be new to me. I was about to say new and exciting. I'm not that excited about the Titans or following the Titans. But here we are. <laughs> Morgan Cox of the Titans. Go Titans, go! Whatever the heck they say in Nashville. I think they say tighten up. That sounds dumb. It really does sound dumb. That sounds it? really. I just dumb. came out of my mouth. It sounded dumb. No, I think it's cool. I, I, like we said, he's going. It's his LeBron moment. He's going yes. home. He's going home. Um, he gets to stand next to Derrick Henry in a picture at some point, and that's got to be a pretty dope feeling. When he gets you're to like meet it. T- Ryan Tannehill's wife, and Mike Vrabel's a cool coach. So I'm excited for him. I think it's great. And he's yeah. there. There is a little more. There is a little more to Tennessee now that you say all that, mm-hmm. especially Mike Vrabel. People forget about him. Yeah, because they're too busy Patriots watching Der- Derrick Henry make people go parallel. Vrabel's a very animated coach. He's one of the f- more fun coaches to watch on the sideline. Like Mike McCarthy, he weighs, he looks like Job of the Hut with a mask on, and he just sits there like, yeah. you know, stone, you know, stone uh, mugshot style the whole game. That's not fun. That's not interesting. No, but you watch Vrabel. That's exciting. Just the difference in head coach personality and Harbaugh and Vrabel is going to be hilarious for Morgan Cox to adjust to. Oh, that's right. There's going to be a lot of rah-rah from Vrabel and Morgan Cox. Like, dude, I'm over in my little zone over here. You mind leaving us special teamers alone? We'll just walk out? Yeah, okay, we'll just walk out. We're out of here. But think about the times he's had to deal with Jim coming to hang out with Brother John on the sideline. I'm pretty sure they like, would, those two would get in a fist fight if they were on each other's sideline. Like Jim would just start trying to coach. I've like, seen Jim. Shut up, Jim. But I've seen Jim in a Ravens. Um, outfit before on a sideline not anywhere near breaking, John at the breaking time. news more breaking news what's your good news of the week 
Mine is uh, mine was going to be Morgan Cox's, so we were cycling there technically, but I shifted over to the NBA because we're an all sports show. Um, Luka Doncic put up forty points against uh, playoff poopy uh, Paul George. That's a. It's nice to beat the Clippers in the regular season. It's nice to see Luka. That's a little making a feather in your regular season cap, I guess. Yeah, slide across the court. Mavs have been hot lately. Porzingis hasn't gotten hurt lately. Going in the right direction. Let me give you an. Let me let me shift the conversation. Everybody hates the Clippers now too. So yeah, they are kind of the villain, and everyone loves Luca. Is there anybody that doesn't like him? Mm. He's a very likable guy. Maybe the. Maybe the Hawks kind of don't. He's got a traded. couple. He's got a couple of videos with him like playing with the ball boys, you know, and like, like joshing around with some regular Joes. And you're like, you're a likable dude. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Maybe the he's. I don't know. Just to update you on the Pelicans, every when you're watching the Pelicans, every now and then you go, Jesus, and Zion dunks over somebody. Oh, and you mean like? You mean like about it. You mean a good Jesus? Yeah. You're like, Whoa. <laughs> and that's. You get three of those a game, and then you lose by ten. Oh, so it's not as not as exciting as the Mavs. I feel like the Mavs have something going on there. They do, as long as they have a Robin to Luca's Batman in Porzingis. When, when does that end? When is the trade deadline for the NBA? That's gonna be soon. I was gonna look that up for the show, but I kept on living my own life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your critical number? Two in a row. Seven. Nothing. I got nothing. Seven dwarfs. No, no, Massey. That's a bad guess. <laughs> Just okay. kidding. Just kidding. Seven point favorites, UVA basketball against the Ohio Bobcats and Jason Preston and Dwight Wilson. I had to look up some names. Like who's who's Ohio basketball have that we don't have? Jason Preston, Dwight Wilson. And along the way of researching, I found out that Mike Brown Jr., I don't know if that's Mike Brown, our boy, the assistant coach that makes millions of dollars a year, a billion dollars a year, like Morgan. Mm-hmm. He is a guard for Ohio, and he t- uh, TikToked uh, his at his his at his uh, what, do you, what do you sign? You lost me at a o it's Mike. So a y o it's Mike. He TikToked a video behind the scenes at the bubble in uh, Bloomington, Indiana, and he got in trouble for it. And it was Why? it was kind of a because they don't want to show you know it's cool. it was like it was a security breach. We'll call it a security breach. So he got he's in hot water. So Ohio. Bobcats, we have a COVID distraction. Yeah, they have a TikTok distraction. Okay, so one, that's an even playing field, one for one. I, I think TikTok's, there. TikTok's bigger. The now I've heard that Ohio will have the best player on the floor when Ohio and Virginia that's, play each that's other. Preston. Um, that being said, I believe it's Preston, or it's the yeah Dwight Wilson is good too. I can for the first time say this mm. as a Virginia fan. We have the experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time that's come out of my mouth. We do. I think we'll rely on our experience to win this game. How about that? And you're talking Tony. Hot take. Talking Tony Bennett. Kihei. Kihei. Huff. uh, And Jay Huff. And Huff, yeah. That's good enough. It's better. Ohio, they they won their last March Madness game a decade ago. So there you go. Yeah. We'll allow history when Ohio didn't have the same coaches or players a decade ago. And yeah. we'll just say Tony Bennett has the experience. Because I don't really don't know. Like, you come off a COVID break like UVA. You don't practice all week. You fly out on Friday, play on Saturday. Everybody else has been there for 10 days. I don't know how to make lemons out of lemonade when it comes to how poorly approached our way is. Or we're kind of forced to do this. But our way is towards Indianapolis, like playing a tournament game. Mm. No practice. Fly in Friday night. Play Saturday night. It's just going to be experience. Yeah. Uh, final answer. Stretch and stretch before. Yeah, definitely definitely stretch. <laughs> like it's softball, you might pull a hammy, but you can't. not allowed to pull a hammy in this game. Yeah, do your thing. There was a player, uh, Krom Butler. You remember Krom Butler back in the day? Sure. He used to drink two liters of Mountain Dew at halftime at Mavs games. If you guys got to do that, Kihei, if you got to put up your yeah. hair like Massey Zeman in a bun, or you want to have free-flowing like Graham Trainer, you do what you want to do. You're just you so scared. You're scared of the man bun. You're scared of your insecurity with it no, is no, palpable. No, no. no, I love it because you're coming after my European soccer man bun. 
No, I love it's it. It's like I, five years too late. No, I love it. It's hard to. It's we need to take a we need at Teton Sports Talk on Instagram. We need to we need to TikTok by the way. But we got to take a picture of your man bun for the content. Admittedly, because it's I hard to describe. Say, it looks great. I will I will say this. I thought I was going to be able to make it a little further into the man bun stage mm. before it got warm outside, and so I could just wear it underneath like a, a underneath a, a, a beanie and just kind of have it like not be so obvious. But it gets yeah. too hot. It's too hot in the middle of the day, and I'm like, uh oh. So I'm now softly introducing it to my coworkers, so it's not a huge splash when it comes out. Um, critical number of the week for me: 140 million to Taysom Hill, which is just oh, is that true? Phantom money. Why do people release that? They they're paying him nine million dollars next year, and then they're like, yeah, and then you really don't have a contract after that. Because <laughs> it's I, fun. Because because they fun. want people to freak out about it. Like he just paid, they paid his almost as much as Dak Prescott. Yeah, and then uh, then Jameis Winston gets two mil for Hanging for out. just chilling, being Jameis Winston. Have you seen his workouts? Crab money. They're bad. Are they bad? They just they his, just don't look like a professional workout. Throwing like weightlifting, throwing. No, they haven't been like it. Really is like a Trey Wingo dodgeball setup. You know what Trey Wingo quotes dodgeball? It is. A similar style of stupid way to train, just like patches O'Houlihan trains trains the people in Average Joe's gym. He just throws wrenches at them. That's basically Jameis Winston's workout. Uh, I was thinking Jameis Winston. The equivalent Winston, thereof. Jameis throws footballs at the Breeze kids, like that dodgeball style. Okay, yeah, that would that would make your uh, that would make your window a lot tighter. That make you like Mahomes. You just like you could like do the no look dodgeball throw and get somebody out. Yeah, that's how you get good. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's your stuck on? <laughs> um, so there's a player, Michael Brockers, who got traded. Um, so after, I'll do context. Jared Goff got traded from Matt Stafford. Yes. Jared Goff used to play for the L.A. Rams. Michael Brockers was his teammate. After the Rams got Matt Stafford, Michael Brockers said, Wow, that's a level up. Much, but be- you know, much better player that Stafford is than Goff. Whoops, Michael Brockers gets tra- Michael Brockers gets traded to the Detroit Lions. So he's got to be teammates again after he burned a bridge by calling Jared Goff a meh quarterback, which he is man versus drama. It's kind of man versus drama. But Brockers also got traded only for a seventh, what seventh he, pick. What seventh position round does Brocker play for? Defensive line. So they're not going to be like depending on each other entirely. No. Defense can throw some shots over the bow at the offense. That seems natural. Probably yeah. happens in every locker room. But, yeah, the thing is, I don't think Jared Goff is going to stand up to Michael Brockers. He looks kind of like, um, you know. A defensive lineman. A defensive lineman versus a yeah. – <laughs> yeah. Versus, uh, Say no more. Versus a cow quarterback who – Just you know. a soft cow quarterback. Anyway, more drama in Detroit than it needs to be already. But it'll be pretty awkward, maybe at the first team lunch. I can't wait to read about it in tabloids. <laughs> um, my stuck on is Cam Newton being re-signed to the Pats. Mm. They're just doubling down on Cam Newton. My problem, and they're buying weapons for him left and right. Did you see how much they paid Nelson Aguilar? Way like, too much. Why? I don't um, know. I think this is Bill Belichick's like save face. Oh, I didn't spend money. Now I spend money. I can, I'm Bill Belichick. I can do anything I want. But also, Cam Newton is going to have to read defenses, like in the in. What's his name? Josh McGowan's McDaniel. McDaniel. Mm-hmm. Josh McDaniel's uh, offense relies on the quarterback to make some pre-snap reads. I'm not sure Cam's there. So, good luck, good luck, Pats fans. Josh Josh McAllen was the the Irish version of Josh Allen, the quarterback. I'm still stuck on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> well, it's it's tough these days. It goes three sixteen, Austin three sixteen. We all know our favorite heroes, more St- important Steve Austin. Probably more important holiday. Followed by a St. Patty's Day. You get to the th- third day after those two holidays, brain is fried. Yeah, just just let everyone know where I'm at. Three eighteen. We got playing games. Pfizer vaccine and two two day drinking benders. I'm fried. <laughs> oh, God. Texas Southern versus you know who? I don't remember. What's your quote and question of the week? They told me I was the starter. Let's see if you can guess it. Andy Dalton. Boom. Walking into the Bears locker room, being like, the "Hey, Chicago North Bears." They're like, "Hey, uh, you're going to be a starting quarterback, huh?" And he was like. What? 
I think that's a more of a surprise thing. Like, hey, Andy, are you going to be the starting cornerback? Like, yeah, that's what the guy in the hallway said on the way to this presser. <laughs> but I had no idea. He was a fan. He wanted a picture with me. Yeah, yeah. Some random dude approached me, and they're like, oh, that's your actually coach, Matt Nagy. He's like, oh, I didn't even know what he looked like. So this is actually before, I guess they had no intention of um, re-signing Mitch, Mitchell, Mitchy Mitch Trubisky. Surprise. He's going to play behind Josh McAllen up in Buffalo. So I was thinking that it would be best to have a little bit of QB competition, but if you're going to give Andy Dalton $10 million for one year, you don't have much cap space left if you're going to waste money like that. So I don't understand the Bears. I don't get it. Mm-mm. Do you think they do you think they are know that they're just being bad? Like they just know in the back of their head they're, they're being naughty. That they they're it. like this is bad. What we're doing is poor decision making. Yeah, I mean, just because they, they like kept calling Seattle, like they won't pick up the phone, <laughs> and they go to the press press conference like, well, we tried our hardest, and Seattle's like, you didn't even, did anybody even reach Pace or Nagy? Did anybody talk to those guys? Well, they they did. Um, supposedly, they did. You see the offer that Seattle rejected? Yeah, but I can't remember what it was. It was, it was pretty. It was pretty big, and it's it's vague because you get past the first. Um, or you get you get three first round picks going to Seattle, and then players on the roster, which could mean anything from the punter to, <laughs> to Allen Robinson or Khalil Mack. So it's like, what are we who what player are we talking about here? Because that's a pretty big haul if you're offering a starter plus three first round picks um, as compensation for Russ Wilson. I know he's a and Seattle franchise was like, team. Dude, you get that Chicago stank on you. I can't. We yeah. can't turn you into maybe football what, players. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. You, you got the you know. slaughterhouse. The slaughterhouse stank on you. Every book about Chicago always mentions when the wind shifts directions and everyone gets downwind of like the pig farms or the chicken farms or whatever they do out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. They're always like, it "Smells so bad when the north wind blows and goes over the docks." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> I've are never you heard talking? about this. I know about the lakes and Wrigley Field. You've heard of the lakes and yeah, well, there's something. What's the pig farming? Hallis Hall, the pig farms. Yeah, Chicago's famous for having a livestock export business. There's a lot of pork there. Yeah. Oh, every single mob movie there is. Every single mob move there is. There's people dying and getting eaten by pigs in Chicago, right? Al Capone stuff. Just just mob movies. Yeah, Al Capone. Yeah, he is in the mop. You're right. You're, are you just he stating? Was. Are you stating? Am I supposed to react to your fact that Al Capone was no, a mobster? I, just, I was just giving you a. I'm giving you a, a, a um, example of a mobster. Tony Two Shoes, Chicago related. Two time and Tommy. <laughs> Tommy uh, Gun. Question of the week: Brad Stevens to Indiana. Uh oh. I love the rumor mill. I also love the storyline. Us college basketball fans always think of like, well, he's gonna do it for his hometown team. And Brad Stevens is an Indiana guy, and if you ask any Indiana guy, they're like, there ain't nothing like basketball in Indi- than Indiana. You're like, have you been to Atlanta? Um, it's steeped in tradition. We call it a blue blood team, but they haven't been relevant in 10 years. Mm-mm. So Brad Stevens is doing okay in the NBA. He's not stinking. I don't think this is, Brad Stevens is going to make this move until Brad Stevens is irrelevant in the NBA. Make the move back to college. Okay. Because jumping from NBA to college is no more NBA. Brad Stevens will get hired in a second the moment he loses his job in Boston. He made a college back. Mm, this isn't necessarily true. If he took Indiana to a Final Four after jumping and then another team, like let's let's say. I feel like I'm Michael Scott. Swip swap, swip swap. Well, Larry Brown did it. Let's think about Larry Brown. Kansas won at Kansas, and also won with the Detroit Pistons. And then uh-huh. he could have he went back to college. Like, but he had a NBA to college to NBA to college. He's uh, but did he's but the did rare... he go back to the NBA? Did he go? He just yeah. went college, NBA, college, and then back to the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Well, Larry Brown's a hell of a coach. And he's right. in the Hall of Fame. So yeah. Well, he's the only person to ever win one at each college and NBA That's championship. Right. Brad Stevens. Hasn't won it either. Butler that rimmed out. Yeah, against Duke. Back back iron. Um, He's done a good job. Not a great job with Boston. I think he's done a good job with like who he's had, the injuries he's had around him. Hayward, especially like you know the irony of him like taking the last minutes against Duke and almost winning the title, and then he gets injured and they ship him off to Charlotte. But I'd say if he's gonna take the Indiana job, he probably should take it 
pretty soon or now or this year because what if what if Indiana hires the right guy and they don't need him anymore? Indiana has has a they haven't in 10, a while. ten to twenty year history of hiring the wrong guy, keeping, keeping around too long, and then firing firing them after they don't make any postseason tournaments and they decline the NIT bid because it insults them because they're Indiana basketball. <laughs> so like, just wait for the next round, Brad you Stevens. Me. You got me. You're right. They have done. They've done a really bad job for a long time <laughs> and you know it's just a bunch of boosters they're like he's out get him out of there hire brad stevens and brad stevens like i don't care that some booster with little chicken wings rule down his front is getting your coach ousted i'm in the nba i think i'm gonna keep my job Do they they have the chicken farm smells blowing in i think in bloomington i think they're more like corn fed in, in oh corn Indiana, smells right? yeah they had that sweet corn uh, they must be <laughs> why do people say is you nothing like indiana basketball because of Bob Knight and the Hoosiers, that's it. and and the the famous and the Hoosiers movie. Okay, so Gene Hackman and it was invented. Bob Knight. It was invented in Indiana, wasn't it? Is that where really? Is it somewhere George, in the Midwest? They were tossing tossing peaches and peach baskets. Isn't George elevated? George Mikan, the uh, as Minnesota. It's definitely a Midwest sport for sure. When yeah, it was created. But then everyone else figured it out, and they're so much better. Let's ask than, Troy this. Okay. All right. Well, that is, we got to go. We got to go and oh, come back. Oh Plenty of storylines to talk about for March Madness. So stay tuned, sports fans. This is Teton Sports Talk here on 89.1 KHOL. When I think of all the worries people seem to find, and how they're in a hurry to complicate their minds by chasing after money and dreams that can't come true. I'm glad we are different, we better things to do. Let others plan the future, I'm busy loving you. One, two, three, four, shine. Where the people do And I don't mean to hurry As long as I'm with you Take it nice and easy And use my simple plan Be my loving woman I'll be your loving man Take the most from living Joel at Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman. To my left, Graham Trainer, and on the phone, number one fan, Troy Zeman. How you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me to, on the eve of one of the greatest sports events every year. I'm excited to, excited to be here. It is exciting. We're excited to have you. you it are, is exciting. You are a number one seed in our 
what do we have? We have eight fans, elite eight of the yeah. Bills fans. We're gonna do a bracket, and we're gonna have Troy. Troy's a one seed. We're looking forward to this. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. Did you have you noticed that like it's not completely saturated? Like I've seen a lot of brackets this year, but it's not like overwhelming. I think some some bracket paper, companies went out of business last year, right? Maybe the paper <laughs> didn't even print a bracket. That's when my 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 hairs went up, and I was like, the Jacksonville They're still Daily didn't give me a March Madness bracket. How am I going to do this? They're still printing newspapers. Oh yeah, you're right. It's not. It's not. It doesn't seem like as big as headline news as it is. Yeah, it just seems like there's a lack of March Madness well, brackets. We just covered it. The, the royal family and Oprah. Maybe that's what it was. But let's dive in. Let's dive in because there's plenty of storylines to talk about March Madness. We'll give our picks maybe intermittently. So hopefully you have a uh, bracket in front of you, but we'll try to give you the best breakdown we can. But the storyline, overall storylines, we'd love to get to. But the biggest one is, well, I guess biggest two. Duke is out. Duke sucks. <laughs> one, okay, how about this? There's three storylines here. 1A. Duke is out. 1B, the tournament is hosted in Big Ten country, and the Big Ten has nine teams. Can they do it? Mm-hmm. 1C, it's Gonzaga's year of bust. And I don't, I don't know where you want to start, but let's. I want to start with the Zags. It's their year or bust, right? That's where I would like yeah, to I start. Would, it's Tiger of the would, field. I would, I would love to, to touch on that just because – the Zags, uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter which bracket they're in. There's no real, like, regional bias here, but they're it's technically in the West bracket. And the three, four, five seeds that they will pro- can run into. The two seed, too. On, well, I think I think earlier, I guess earlier in the rounds. Um, is Massey, let him they've finish. Them, <laughs> they've beaten each of those teams by an average of 15 points. You're talking about – Go whoa, ahead. Whoa, dude, I'm you're talking, talking, about, about talking about UVA right they, now, bro? They've beaten uh, the three-seed uh, Kansas. They've beaten the four-seed Virginia. And they've beaten the five-seed Crichton um, on an average of 15 points. Michael Crichton? They beat Crichton. I thought they – no, they played Iowa, too. They played Iowa as well, yeah, the two-seed. The whole bracket is just they, matchups, yeah. I don't think they played Crichton. I know they played Iowa. Creighton. Oh, maybe I Creighton. got that wrong. Like Crichton, Crichton, that's Jurassic Crichton. Park, Jurassic <laughs> Park author. Okay, well, yeah. Crichton is also where I went to school in Alabama. That is the oh. name of that. So, excuse me for saying Crichton when it's spelled the same. I thought you went to yeah. Mobile Bay. Crichton's also, also the home of the Mobile Alabama Leprechaun. Thank you. Very good point. Never oh, forget. The beginning of YouTube. That That <laughs> is actually, okay, I said that I had this hot take, not to get so off topic that fast, but... The Leprechaun movie was the fir- that was the spark of the internet where someone's like, we can just create content and people will watch it. Yeah, and the- that was it. It was like the, the introduction of, hey, a lot of people are watching this one thing. Not the 1993 horror movie starring Jennifer Aniston, but the Leprechaun newscast movie is what you're trying to say. Yes, exactly. It was the inception yeah. of YouTube and it was viral the- content. Yes. Okay. Let's get back. Gonzaga has beaten Iowa, Kansas, Virginia, all, that have replaced all in their West bracket. If they they should have beaten Crichton, too. Yeah, they should have beaten yeah. Crichton, too. <laughs> uh, point <laughs> is, Gonzaga seems to have a way, but also there's they have an easier path to the Final Four, but there's also in the back of your mind, if they've played each other, it's hard to beat a team twice. Is that a thing? Saints, Buccaneers, anybody? Come on! <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, if you beat a team by 15 points in college basketball, it's like, that's a that's a pretty big beatdown, um, especially with, I mean, they gave them all, I mean, they're familiar with them, so it's like they know them. I, I don't know how much of an advantage that has in the tournament, but, you know, you, you might be right. You might be, there might be something there. Let me tell you another thing about the Zags. Four of their five starters are in the top five at their position. Damn. Yikes. That's heavy. That's some heavy stats. So it just feels like out of all those years that we looked at Gonzaga as a one seed and we laughed because I always laugh because Gonzaga is a one seed. I might eat my word since I picked them in every single one of my brackets to win. Yeah, you're right. I've, I've, I've seen them on the one seed line so many times and I've picked them uh, sometimes correctly going out like the second, third round. So I, I think they're the real deal this year. So, also, let's do the flip side. Zags, you're a bust, but also it, the tournament is in Indianapolis. It's in Big Ten country. Is it Big Ten or bust? They have two number one seeds, one in Michigan, one in Illinois, a 
two two seeds in Iowa and Michigan. Am I one, missing anybody? Michigan's a one seed. Oh, so Ohio State's yeah, a two Ohio seed. State. Ohio State's a two yeah, seed. You're, you're right on. They also is, is uh, Illinois. Purdue's Illinois a Purdue's a four seed. Yeah, Purdue's a four seed. Illinois is a one seed. I can just list them. Woman Rutgers. List them. Rutgers is a ten seed. Rutgers yes. is back in yeah. for the first time in like eighty years. Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, Ohio State, Michigan, Maryland, Illinois, Rutgers. Michigan State is playing right now, and Izzo is just yelling at his kids. And for some reason, he gets a hall pass on on this behavior. But it's got to be Big Ten or bust, right? I'm picking against the Big Ten because I love to hate the Big Ten. Troy, your take. I mean, to to be completely honest, and Graham, we were talking about this before, the the Big Ten hasn't won the NCAA tournament since the year 2000. In the year 2000. I feel like, to be honest, that's a name I've heard in a while. With Gonzaga lurking, not lurking out there, but obviously the, the team to beat and Baylor, um, I think the Big Ten is like hoping to come in third. Uh, I think they're just so far behind those two teams. Oh, so All you like it. you like uh, Zags Big Twelve, Big Ten finish. One, I two, do, three. I do like that. All if, right. if we had to be totally honest. Okay, so I watched Baylor play, and they played the undefeated. Oh my gosh, who's the other Big Twelve team that was undefeated at the time? Kansas. Anyway, it 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 doesn't Oklahoma matter. State. They um, West Virginia. I watched them play one game, which is a lot of how college my college basketball analysis goes on. I watched them play one game, and I was like, "Yep, they're the best team in the country." This is pre-COVID shutdown. Yeah, this is before they were shut down for COVID. I mm-hmm. know they have not played the same defense since their COVID shutdown, but I can't get that image out of my brain where four of their five starters were shooting over forty percent from three, and they look like. Is that just good? a well? <laughs> they just look like one of those things that was running smoothly. You're like this is just smooth basketball well, machine. They were. In, this yeah. is this is uh, like this is unselfish team basketball. Everyone's shooting threes, and then couple got a couple of big guys that can go in there and finish in the lane. I was like, this looks like a championship team to me. You you bring up a great point there um, with with the just you mentioned them coming off of COVID because there's there's times have been all this season that teams. Tri- not traditionally because it's the only year that that's happened, but like what has been consistent with teams coming off of COVID for the most part is that, you know, they get a COVID scare, they do the the lockdown, they miss several games because of it. Um, Then they come back and they kind of have a drought. Uh, So a lot of teams like Virginia and I believe what else, Kansas coming into the tournament on the, uh, the COVID, the COVID drought. We'll see how they play first round. It's like, you're going to have to remind me when Baylor, um, had their COVID scare, and if they um, February two weeks, late February, yeah, okay, two so, three ish so, weeks yeah. ago. Typically, it takes like teams like two or three games to get back to normal. So that's a new new like thing to consider when filling out brackets this year, which has kind of made me go to research even further. Um, so to break off of uh, from from the Big Ten or bus or Gonzaga or bus bracket, let's talk or about, Troy's Big Twelve or Troy's Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about those teams, like regular season schedules. There are a couple of teams out there that on paper look good. And may I list some like Troy, chime in here, not Colgate, Winthrop and San Diego State. They've all played like the same four teams four times. Yeah, that's a, that's another huge factor to consider. Winthrop, I was going through, and it was, this was pointed out to me when I was filling out my packs. I'm like, that team, it's a 12 seed. It's like the classic 12-5 upset. I'm like, this team has only lost one game. That's a 12 seed that like – They're winners. They're going to yeah, win. they're winners. They don't know how to lose. <laughs> they're winners. They're going like that's the classic 12-5 upset you're looking for. And then you go and look at their schedule, and they've only played five teams all season. <laughs> it's like, how do, I, how do I really factor this in? Are they really that good 12-5 matchup? you know, there's quick seven points that I can get in a tournament or a bracket, or is it like a, and they're, uh, it's just, it's just different. Like it's, it's a, uh, it's a different feel. Yeah. And they're playing hobbled Gillespie less Villanova, right? That's why people love You're Winthrop right, right now. Right. So Winthrop is playing Villanova. Villanova does have their uh, best player injured right now, but still the it's, it's uh it's hard to, to really get a bearing on some of these teams that, have only played some of them only played like five or six teams all year, and some of them have kind of, kind of more of a full schedule. So, which is a bigger deal because during their non-conference play, they would play 
usually these uh, these mid-level teams would play Power 5 teams, and they'd at least be in the same gym as them. And I don't know if anybody, you know, I used to hoop and Troy used to hoop a little bit. Well, we heard about it off the air. Um, but when <laughs> The flu game. <laughs> but it was funny. Like, we'd get to a certain level of competition, and when the other team walked in the gym, you were like, holy smokes, I had not seen – men this big before and i think that might happen to some of these teams that are used to walking in the gym be like hey we can probably beat this team we're evenly matched versus the actual physical difference that's going to be on display like when san diego state who do they play syracuse yeah yeah, yeah so when san diego state walks in the gym they're like oh we haven't seen anybody that big in quite some time or so, Ohio walks in and sees Kihei, and they're like holy crap <laughs> <laughs> well, like, this guy's a national champion <laughs> That guy? He's big. Um, Should we talk about the Virginia-Ohio game? We talked about it, but actually we talked about it in the huddle. We won't beat that dead horse. We can spend 15 minutes on it. But we should probably Obviously. spend the next 10 to 20 minutes. Or on the, the Gauchos. They're the, I have the Gauchos moving on. Who are the Gauchos? UC Santa Barbara. I had them upsetting Suckers pick UC somebody. Santa Barbara, dude. <laughs> somebody. Suckers. Suckers are picking UC Santa Barbara. Santa. Georgia Tech. They're playing Georgia Tech. Well, guess what? Down with the ACC. Georgia Tech's best player. Asterisk. Georgia Nash- Tech's best player just got out for COVID. I better change my yeah. pick. And Asterisk. Dang it. Asterisk oh, really? uh, ACC oh. championship for Georgia Tech. I don't think What's that's up, right. Atlanta? I don't think that's right. What? I think UC Santa Barbara's playing somebody else. Troy, Matrix, Todd, Georgia somebody. Georgia Tech is playing Loyola. Thank you. Loyola, Chicago. Oh, I picked Chicago there. Uh, they're playing. They're 12 Santa Barbara's five. a 12 playing a 5, yeah. Anyway. Um, Some other busted five seed. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, I think another great thing to point out is that this tournament is only three weeks. Tell me, tell um, me about that because I mentioned it last week where I was like, "This tournament is different," and I can't remember why, but it is different. Scheduling, so at least. Yeah. So, like round one, which it starts tomorrow, is the nineteenth and twentieth. Round two is the twenty-first and twenty-second. Typically, that's that's how it goes. There's like a round one is over the first two days. Round two is over the second two days. But then the sweet 16 is only five days later, the 27th and 28th and with the elite. What day is that? And 30. Uh, I don't have, because if it's anything be- besides a Thursday through a Sunday and the championship is the only Monday game playing yeah. played, my brain is going to be fried. I'm not going to understand what's going on. You said the tournament so, ends before April starts. It's April 5th is the... Uh, oh, okay. So it's oh, still in April. Woo, woo. Well, that's still pretty normal. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to throw up. <laughs> so I guess we have two... We have, I guess we have two weekends, or we have three weekends solid of college basketball, but still, it's it's a shortened time period, and that means that, like, any injury, any nagging injury going in is, you know, tournaments are brutal on these on players' bodies, and it's just like you're not going to be given that extra extra time to recover that you could this is so great regular i love the tournament tournament yeah like a ruptured achilles nagging (laughs) okay too soon i love i love these storylines graham great transition fsu who i picked in all my brackets to go to the final four not that anybody cares but they had a kind of a uh what do you want to call it like Bus incident? Hamilton, Leonard Hamilton has everything but a Final Four. He Mm. puts a Final Four in his resume, stamp him into the Hall of Fame. Next to the canceled banner? Yeah. (laughs) Is he canceled? (laughs) No, they had the 2019 or 20. Oh. We were number number four in the final AP poll. We need a banner for this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, True story. That is a true. Honestly, I... It, it is. I, you threw me off kilter because that is such a ridiculous fact of life. Yes. Hey, we were hot going into the NCAA tournament. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> we want twelve in a row to go to the NCAA. What? No one cares. Um. But no, that the point is that is everyone is kind of rooting for that. He's a coach you can root for, and FSU is a team that I don't hate for whatever reason. I don't hate FSU. I hate I their like football their team. Coach. I don't mind their basketball team. The football team is on fire, and so it's hilarious to laugh at. Can I say that? The bad on fire. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Thank you. Dumpster fire. Dumpster if you fire. Put, if you put a noun yeah, yeah. in front of that, trash fire. Trash an, fire. Adjective, an adjective such as dumpster. Um. 
He gets off the bus and ruptures his Achilles. N -n -n now what? Yeah, in Indianapolis. And so it's like, well, you have three weeks. I hope they have enough, you know, casts and painkillers to keep you going and thinking clearly. Here is my take. They make it to the Sweet 16 for, for their coach. And then they just can't do it anymore. Well, Massey, I have them in the Elite Eight against your Alabama Crimson Tide. Personally, fans care. I I changed that. I had I I now have LSU Alabama <gasps> SEC matchup. Is this basketball or football? Um, Troy, do you think do you think FSU can do it with a coach that's going to be in a chair or maybe he's doing rice on the sidelines, the stool, rest, ice, compression, elevation, Percocet? <laughs> Dude, Don <laughs> Meyer coached without a leg. Yeah, well, that's that's true. <laughs> do you, Do you know yeah. about that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, I'm that. talking about – I just pointed at Trainer, not that you could see that. But. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I uh, I agree. Uh, I think they, they kind of ride – he'll be able to ride the adrenaline through the Sweet 16. Um, so maybe winning the first couple games, but it's, it's kind of hard to tell how far that – because, I mean, it's going to start really hurting, I can only imagine. I, I've never had suffered a serious injury like that. But either way, like – as I wanted to touch back with, you know, Graham was talking about Alabama. You know who Alabama faces? Just to pivot to another storyline, you know who Alabama uh, faces week or the first game is Iona. You know who the head coach of Iona is? Massey's favorite coach of the whole world. Yes. Richard Patino, senior. Rick. That's right. <laughs> and he, do, you, do you know where his former two teams that he coached for are playing right now? Louisville. Not in the tournament. Oh, Louisville and Kentucky. Louisville and Kentucky. Love yeah, it. well done. All right. That's a lot of good facts right there. I will say Iona's been a March Madness. I see. I feel like I see them frequently. Is yeah, that fair to say? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think they're uh, pretty dominant in their conference. They're so, uh, perennial 16 seed. Are they? I, yeah. 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 They're, always they're, they're always kind of around. That's what I was about to say. They're around, kind of like Oil Roberts. They're around. They're yeah. a team. If you lined up all the teams, all 312 teams, I could pick them out of 312 and be like, I know that who that is. Yeah, Oral Roberts is another good example. Um, <clears throat> Alabama with coach with coach uh, Oates, two times Matt coach of the year, formerly of Buffalo. Uh, why is <laughs> why is Alabama good? Yeah, I think it's a as I've been understood, he's like the coach Moneyball, where he like takes all the statistical stuff and statistical analysis and like plays the game of percentages. He's a nerd, analytics nerd. He's a nerd. Yeah, I think he like he's like a mathematician. Oh wow! So let me guess. They and shoot, Herb Jones, let Herb me Jones, guess. the point guard, they guard, they like shoot threes man. and make layups. That's statistical, statistical <laughs> basketball. No mid range. You know, Dunk it or shoot yeah. a three. I, you know, to be honest, I haven't had too many Alabama games air up here besides the SEC championship, but they look good. I mean, they play good basketball. It's solid basketball. So, and he told LSU to get the F off the court. Is that right? Something happened at the end. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, something great. That's some what I'm LSU, talking yeah, about. Some rivalry stuff. So, I feel like sometimes it's on the coaches to get their teams fired up, kind of like instead of, and like let's do let's do it this way in the regular season. Kind of like hockey players fight all regular season long to get their team fired up, but in the playoffs they don't fight. Mm. Coaches should be start getting thrown out more in games during the regular season to get their team fired up. Does that make any sense? Yeah. They kinda. just like trash see, talk the other bench and maybe they separate them. No punches are thrown. Coach, you're out of line. You get tossed. The team rallies. That makes zero sense, but I think, Tony I think B, I'm working has with Has Tony it. B ever been ejected from a game? Tony B doesn't Fun sweat. Fact. The guy has zero sweat <laughs> glands. Look at him. Someone, okay, I heard this on a broadcast when they were playing Syracuse. They called him the George Clooney of basketball, and I was like, finally, finally, yeah. people, are we coming around <laughs> to this? Salt and pepper. Like, and Jay Wright is is ugly now. Tony Bennett Jay is Wright's the new. Ugly. The new. <laughs> he's the most handsome man in college basketball. Yeah, he he's. Uh... My wife has definitely noticed how good looking he is. And I uh -oh. think that's why I'm allowed to go to games. All right. Hey, anything to get you in the building. So let's talk. It's like about when I tell EB Tom Brady's playing in a game. Like we can watch it. <laughs> Otherwise, I can't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, you know, he's got a helmet on. It was really nice <laughs> with uh, Hillary with how many primetime games Tom Brady had. And on Sunday night, I was like, well, Tom Brady's playing. And 
you know, Sunday night football. She's like, oh, who's well, the okay? Well, let's let's turn it on. Not doing a tangent. We got to find some more hot like upcoming quarterbacks who are like kind of hot in the face. Maybe Baker. Baker's kind of a cute dude. Yeah. Like, oh, the Browns are playing. Like, oh, you want to watch Baker play? Sure. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> um, is are there any other storylines you want to hit on? I I have one right now that I want to in Arkansas. Everyone's heard of Arkansas, right? The state? Yeah. It yeah. exists. Mm. Fact. Yeah. Um, Those their arcs. head coach, Eric Eric Musselman, he's won 12 in a row before their loss to LSU in the uh, in the SEC tournament. He won 12 in a row? Oh, I yeah. 12 I, in a row. I forgot wow. that. Then, I changed my bracket. <laughs> and then he's got a great freshman called Moses Moody who just has memorable – let me see, a memorable name that I want to attach memorable tournament n- moments to. And he's a guard, which and is important. I just want Moses Moody for three to come out of somebody's mouth or Moses Moody that, for the game to come right. out of somebody's you're mouth. Right. That, that, that's an excellent name for an ex- excellent sound clip potential. I think that's a sweet 16 all over. Yeah. One shining moment material right there for sure. Moses Moody. Onions. <clears throat> Onions. Yeah. I was looking at a lot of these. Um, I was looking at the in the guard way because guards kind of always dominate storylines with like how great they are in March Madness. Um, there's some great potential ones here. Round of 32: James Bachnight, Lee Bachnight, UConn, Herb yes. Jones, Bama. Uh, these are potential. These are based off my bracket. Yeah. Uh, guard Keon Johnson, Tennessee, playing Cade Cunningham of Oklahoma State, who hopefully will go on to play Io da- Dasunmu. And from names. Illinois, I'm hoping that's another guard matchup. We got Scotty Barnes from Florida State. Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley from if USC. You, if you told me Scotty Barnes played for the, like the Nuggets or something, I'd probably believe you. Yeah, that sounds like a professional basketball player. So who else did you have after Scotty Barnes? Sorry. Oh, Scott, uh, Scotty Barnes, and then Evan Mobley from USC, and then Jalen Suggs. Obviously, the Zags stand out amongst their amazing top four. Let's let's yeah, talk right. about you're, keep you're going. Right, Graham. Like there's a there. This is when like the guards and the the flashy players' names become like realized. Like what was that a uh, UAB's guards like Squeaky Johnson or something like that? Yes, it's I like completely that, forgot when, about that guy. When, Go Blazers, like, Grant. Yeah, you have a great point. Like this is when um, Big Baby, like Big Baby made millions of dollars. <laughs> not a guard, in the NBA. not a guard, <laughs> not, not a but guard. Big but Baby still, made the like, same yeah, thing. This, yeah, people make their names in the tournament, and like that's when. Um, like Edwards from Purdue, like who knew that he this guy from Purdue could drop how many like threes he did nine? Yeah, that's silly. Now he's playing for the Celtics. Seemed like a hundred. He, he scored forty. I do, I do points. have one more. I do have one more storyline. Yeah, yeah. Time. Um, Shoot your shot. The uh, my 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 second alma mater, Georgetown, twelve seed, Humble coming in hot with Patrick Patrick Ewing as their head coach. Going and winning the Big East tournament, uh, and and coming in hot. Uh, is it the new Big East Kimball Walker storyline that we could be watching here, where they were not a shoe in for the tournament, and then they went on a streak and ended up winning the tournament, winning the Big East tournament, winning the, the tournament championship? I mean, I don't think so, but it's just something to watch. It'd be fun. It's fun. It's I a, remember it's that. A, Ron. It's a brand name. Uh, Georgetown, I think, is worse than people realize. Yeah, there might have been bad. a little Madison Square Garden magic there, but yeah, we'll and the see. fact that Patrick Ewing was just trash talking James Dolan the whole time—that was destiny. Yeah, so yeah, they played you, for him. But you, but you like it? it oh, I love it. It's like a potential. It's a potential storyline out there where it's like, yes, that could be something fun. Also, to latch on to. Also, UConn, um, they have that same that same kind of storyline, that same magic around their name, and I've seen them pick to go on to like the Elite Eight over at Bama. Really, I just haven't. I just haven't heard much out of them this year. Not because there's nothing to hear. Probably more or less. I'm. All right, we got to do it. Not we, paying attention. Final four and champion. We'll just go round robin here. I'll start with you, trainer. Final four and champion to end the show. Can I mine, one, can I one up sounds, you? Can I do elite eight? Yeah, mine sounds bad. You know, don't no. That's that's too many picks. But mine sounds bad because I have a bunch of number one seeds. But the number one seeds are beating like twelve seeds and five seeds. All right, how about this? Let's give me a team that's uh, just do your final four and do your final four and give me a team that's going to surprise more people than you think. 
a Cinderella. Give me your Cinderella. I guess, uh, man, I don't have a below. I have San Diego, San Diego State losing to Oklahoma State in the Elite Eight. Okay. So I guess San Diego, San Diego State would be the lowest seed I have here at number six. I got Ohio State beating Oklahoma State and Cade Cunningham in the Final Four. On the other side, I have Gonzaga beating Luke Garza in Iowa to go to the Final Four. Florida State, Alabama. Alabama wins. Zags to face Oklahoma State in the final game. That's kind of fun. Kate Cunningham. Oklahoma State's been one, the, one hot, one hot, two hot guards back All right. playing each other. Troy, what about you? Uh, I the, the biggest storyline I have, um, and I, I flip flop. I have several brackets, but I flip flop doing this is uh, Texas. I think Texas Ooh. has a. Mm. Um, they're coming in hot, winning winning their tournament. Um, and I just think that's a storyline to really watch because they, you know, Shaka Smart is there from VCU. He had the the when VCU made the run all the way to the Final Four. I think they quick, honestly. From, they I think they trivia they question. lost to Kimba Walker in the final game. Trick question. No, tri- they not they trick didn't question. actually look that up after your show last week when you said that they didn't. They oh. only went to the Final Four. Damn it. Sorry. They um. <laughs> I, I, I fact checked you hard. I appreciate it. I, Nate, I do you know the yeah, last time Shaka Smart made it to the Sweet Sixteen? Uh, I don't. Same year he made the Final Four. That was the last. That was the last and only time he's made the Sweet Sixteen. 2012, 11. Oh, that's a. You know, maybe I should. Maybe I should alter my. Uh, don't do it because Graham and I spent an hour altering our brackets due to worthless information like that. But it's, but Massey said Shaka's growing out an afro, kind of like a playoff beard. I think that'll become a distraction, and they'll mm. lose because of Shaka's afro. Oh. Um. So yeah. who do you, who else you got? So um, I flipped off with him, but I mean I got mainly just like uh the one seeds but i do have uh one of my more entertaining brackets that i'm going to be really paying attention to is i have like the iowa baylor final really um, oh yeah yikes like iowa winning what iowa have, going all yeah. the way i like that Luke Garza. I, I, hey you gotta separate yourself out and these you know i looked at some of the other people in the the field and it's like this is boring like Everyone has like the classic Gonzaga, not the classic, but they all have like the Gonzaga Baylor matchup. I'm like, all right, I gotta make myself different. I, I like it. I, I, I would love. Iowa never wins anything, and that that wouldn't be a bad thing for you're, Hawkeye you're, Nation. You're, you're right, but I do, I do. Uh, in I have an embarrassing amount of brackets. I have Baylor winning in several of them, and I like that pick probably better. So I'm gonna go with Baylor. How about that? All right. So here, here, here I am. I don't. Like I have that. Baylor. So I have North Texas advancing all the way to Baylor. They beat. They beat Purdue, and they beat Villanova, or the winner of that game. I think I think that is going to be my Cinderella run is North Texas. Actually, I actually have two Cinderellas. I think Syracuse takes care of San Diego State. What? Upsets West Virginia, and Houston are frauds. And so I have Syracuse in the Elite Eight. Everything else, well, LSU I have there as well, mainly because of the, the news of uh, Coach Hamilton. Today's seed. Um, so in my elite eight, I had the Zags over USC. I think, I think, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name for USC? Evan Mobley, who was averaging 29 points, nine rebounds, five blocks in the Pac-12 tournament, at least gets him, gets him to the elite eight. Um, my final four, Bama, Zags, Illini, Baylor, and then I have the Zags playing the Illini in the championship because the Illini because they're fun. Yeah, they're Kofi and I will never and pick, Io. I will never pick the Big Ten. So Zags, you better do it for me, or I'm gonna call you frauds, and I'm gonna be right. That's I get to so laugh, and I, I either get to laugh in the Big Ten's face, or I get to yell at the non-existent Zag fans I know. You gotta find one. I gotta find a Zags fan and, and be like, "Ha, you're a loser again." Just That's so embarrassing. I, I had the exact same final four in my, one of my brackets. Well, you've filled out ten brackets. Yeah, I filled out. So right. let's I make it out five. <laughs> let's make an early sports sports line. Okay. Sweet sixteen, Gonzaga, UVA. Zags I, favored by blank. Twelve and a half. What? <laughs> the Zags are going to eight. Be, okay. Six. Troy, UVA plays Zags in the Sweet 16. How much? How many points are the Zags favored? Uh, I'm gonna say 10. Yeah, I said 12. Bummer. All right, well, sports fans, 
best best. We'll week. see though. They got to play the games first, Massey. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. And, and you can always leave it to. Well, we'll see. That's that's the name of this tournament. I, how fast do you hear? Well, there goes my bracket after the first four tip-offs. Oh, I'll of, say it's Saturday morning. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to see the first three go in and be like, there goes my bracket. <laughs> Sports fans, that's that's it, and that's all.